Ladies and gentlemen, Christmas isn't just about being given a litre of single malt whiskey and other less desirable gifts like soap and cooking oil and a fancy bottle with a bit of straggly ribbon tied round the neck. It's also a time when we say thanks. Thanks that the show business legend, raconteur, after-dinner speaker and forces sweetheart, Count Arthur Strong, is back once again for a special seasonal edition of... Count Arthur Strong's radio show. Right, where's my Christmas card list? Let's get my cards out of the way while I've got a quiet moment. Oh, well, there it is. No, cards, cards. Aha! Oh, they're quite nice, these cards, aren't they? A robin redbreast on a shovel handle. Uh, I used to have a shovel handle just like that. It was attached to a shovel. Oh, happy days. (laughs) Merry Christmas and condiments of the seasoning to... Who's first on the list? Uh, Vic. Oh, dear old Vic. Uh, Merry Christmas and condiments of the seasoning to Vic and all the... Just a minute. I don't know what he wouldn't call Vic. Let's see that list again. Vic's Vapor Room. Cauliflower. Stamps. Who are these people? Oh, this is me shopping list. Oh, well, that's that card ruined, isn't it? Got the exact amount as well in that box. Unless I can change that V into a D. Oh, yes, I'll do that. Yes, that gets me out of a tight spot. That does my quick thinking. There you are. Merry Christmas and condoms of the seasoning to Dick and all the family. Just a minute. Who's Dick? I don't know anyone called Dick. Oh, well, I'm not sending me a card then if I don't know him. Oh, well, that's that card ruined, isn't it? Unless I can change that D into an M. Make it Mick. That can be Mick's card. Oh, yes, I'll do that. Ha-ha, my quick thinking saves the day again. Oh, that bloody thing. It's either ringing or it's not. (laughs) Hello? It's the very busy Count Arthur Strong here. Speak loudly and concisely, please, caller. You have 15 seconds to identify yourself and state your business starting from now. Uh, And I should warn you that I will be sticking rigidly to the time allotted. And so there's no argument I am timing you on my digital seconder, which was put right a bit after the 9 o'clock news this morning. uh, 14, 15. Thank you for calling. Good day to you. Wonder who that was. Uh, Now, where did I get to? Oh, dear. Can't be doing with all this noise. It's like a a bell ringer's convention for telephones in here. Hello? The bell ringer's convention? But uh, 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 I mean, Count Arthur Strong here. It's it's the vicar here. Oh, Father Thompson. I didn't realise it was someone ecclesiastical leaning on the phone. I mean, someone with ecclesiastical leanings, um, leaning on the phone. I hereby lift all time restraints, what with you being, as they say, a man made of cloth. Not to worry. 
just that at my level of celebrity, I have to have some restrictions. In fact, I've just wasted 15 seconds with some idiot that rang directly before you. I think that must have been me. Oh, ha-ha, got you there, didn't I? Oh, you, you, you walked right into that. Oh, the look on your face. It's a picture, I uh, would imagine. Uh, in fact, I'm picturing it now. Oh, it's a picture. I wish you could see it. Uh, is that everything then, Father? Oh, uh, just to avoid any confusion, I should say, I don't mean father as in drunk parent. Um, I'm meaning father in its Episcopal form, as in priest or vicar or... or... dad. Uh, goodbye, then. Oh, no, 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 I haven't told you the reason why I'm calling. Oh, there's a reason you're calling. Uh, how refreshing in this day and age that one has a reason why one would call another one. Yes, well, we've been rather let down at the last minute with this year's Christmas show, The Wizard of Oz, and I was wondering if by any chance you were available to take over one of the parts in it. What, me? Yes. One of the parts in it? Yes. In The Wizard of Oz? Yes. One of the parts in it? Yes. In The Wizard of Oz? Who is this again? It's Father Thompson. Oh, yes, I get it. Father Thompson, are you? Play a role in it. That's a good one. Oh, I've fallen for this before, haven't I? You're the one with the teeth in the choir, aren't you, that, that thinks he's Mike Yarwood? No. You must think I was the born the day before tomorrow. All right, if you're who you say you are, you won't mind if I ask you a question about the Bible, then, to invalidate yourself, will you? Uh, well, Ha-ha, I... you didn't expect that, did you? Yes, you better watch out. It'll be like a religious version of the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> In English. Right, come on, clever dick, name the four tops. Uh, well, the classic lineup: Levi Stubbs, uh, Abdul Duke. No, Fakir. not the four tops, the, the four apostles. The classic lineup: Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Is that right? Yes. Oh, well, you're saying that, but how would I know? Oh, no, 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 you're not tricking me like that. Um, what's the first book of the Bible? Genesis. Is it? Yes. Well, once again, I've only got your word for it, haven't I? Um, oh, all right, here's one I definitely know the answer to. What's the little elf called that weaves gold for the princes in the tower and, and she lets her hair down and someone climbs up it? That's not in the Bible. It is. It's definitely in the Bible, is that? The elf loses his temper at the end and flies up the window on a soup ladle. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. It sounds like stinking skin splints. Rumpelstiltskin. Is it? Yes, but that's a fairy tale. Hey, now, come on, vicar. There's a lot of people believe the stories in the Bible. No matter how far-fetched they are. Like, like that one with the porridge. Who ever heard of talking bears living in a house, making 5,000 bowls of porridge into gold? Or was it fish? Goldfish! <laughs> we must think we're all half-wits. Yeah, but um, if you just let me speak... I think I... you've said quite enough, Mr Yarwood. I am now going to put the phone down now. Good day. That showed him. Must think I'm an idiot. Blizzard of Oz, my foot. Uh, right, where was I? Oh, yes, my Christmas cards. Uh, um, Merry Christmas and many happy condolences of the seasoning. 
to Mick and all of them. Just a minute. Who's Mick? Morning, Arthur. Wilf, morning, Sally. Morning. Oh, I'm glad you're here as well. I can kill you both at once. What? You know, with two stones. It's an expression, Sally. It means I can kill you both at once with two stones. <laughs> there you are. Christmas cards. One each. I'm not stingy. Oh, well, thank you, Arthur. Shall I open it? Well, call me a traditionalist, Wilf, but I think you'll find they look better if you open them. Well, I meant while you're here. Some people are funny about that. Mine says, to cauliflower. (laughs) Who's cauliflower? They may not have your exact names on them due to an possible administrative error. But but just because some of my Christmas cards may be addressed to vegetables... That doesn't diminish my heartfelt sediment. Right. Two stamps. <laughs> Continents of Europe. Best from Arthur. It's a robin on a shovel handle. It looks like a squirrel. No, it doesn't. They wouldn't put a squirrel on a Christmas card. Squirrels don't celebrate Christmas. Everyone knows that. They hyperventilate through it. I saw it on Tales of the Unexpected. The one with Hammy Hamster in it. Well, I don't think I know that one. Uh, it was on Shut Up and Watch with Mother. Um, his best friend is a big white water rat, Roderick. He has a little speedboat and they go off on trips together. And, and there's a guinea pig that's an inventor who's actually a bit of a bloody big head, if you ask me. There's a big bloody aeroplane and everything. Oh, look at me. Look what I've invented out of an old matchbox and a rubber band. A guinea pig taking apart a human actor could have played. I could have been that guinea pig. And they excrete as they walk. What are you talking about? I am saying, Sally, quite simply, that that squirrel is quite clearly a Robin Reliant. Robin, um, headrest. Bedstead. Robin Redbreast. No, not Robin Redbreast, you idiot. Him in the film with Paul Newhouse. Uh, Robin Redford. Quite clearly, on a shovel handle. Merry Christmas. If you say so. Anyway, I've got to get off. I'm meeting my sister at the station. She's coming for Christmas. I'll see you later. Oh, hey, look, uh, before you go, Sally, and you, Wilf, I'd like your sweepstake money, please, for our Boxing Day bet. I don't think I'll bother with the horses this year. We never win. Ah, well, I've got a new system this time. It cannot fail to not fail. What is it? I'm not telling you what my system is. It's too scientific for someone like you. It's all pie charts and Venn diaphragms and and, and scribbling on my bedsheets. No, not bedsheets, bedspreads. Scribbling on my bedspreads. I think you mean spreadsheets. Oh, very clever. That, Sally, is the difference between you and I. You think I mean things, whereas I know I think I mean things. And never the twain shall meet. Anyway, come on, give us your pound, your tight sod. Right then, let's pick me Boxing Day's winner while I've got a minute. Now, where's me big hat pin? Uh, aha, here we are. Right, close me eyes, spin the pin round once, twice, three times... 
and stick it carefully in the back of me bloody hand. Oh, the sodding thing. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, that's almost gone right through and out the other hand, that. Uh, oh, dear. Oh, oh, where, where's me emergency bottle of port? Uh, oh, it's next to that empty emergency bottle of whiskey. Uh, oh. Oh, oh, that's better. Oh, for crying out loud. I hardly have enough time to stab myself in the back of a hand with a hat pin these days. Yes, yes, I'm coming. Good morning, Count Strong. Oh, it's you. Come in. Mind your head. Ow! I'm not light fitting. What do you want, anyway? Uh, you asked me to give you a knock, remember, as I was passing. Did I? Yes, you've broken your watch. Do you know, I thought it had been 25 to 7 for a long time. <laughs> there you are, you see. That's what my life is like. Oh, here. In fact, you can answer that for me. I've been getting hoax calls recently. Hello, Count Arthur Strong's residence. To whom do I have the pleasure of? Hello, it's Father Thompson here. Oh, hello, Vicar. What? The vicar? It's, it's not him. I've had all this once today. Hello? Uh, could you please hold on a minute, if you please, vicar? I, is that Malcolm? Yes. How is your mother after her operation? Uh, she's very well now, uh, vicar. Thank you for asking, vicar. Stop calling him vicar. Why? Because it's not him. Ask him who um, uh, crumpled skin stink is. <laughs> who? You know, stinking crumble thing. Go on. Why? Never mind why, just ask him who Dimple Stunt Kid is. And I guarantee you he won't have a clue what you're talking about. Look, it's definitely Father Thompson. He recognised my voice. He's just asked about me mum's gastric band. Didn't know your mother played an instrument. No, she doesn't play anything. Oh, don't tell me she's the singer with that voice. Oh, she'd sound like a cat that's been strangled by... Another cat that's singing very badly. It's a gastric band to stop her from eating. Well, I don't know how singing with the Brighouse and gastric band will stop your mother eating. Look, I, I really have to be getting on. Uh, yes, uh, sorry, vicar. I'm putting you through now, vicar. The vicar for you. Hello, Father Thompson. Yes, uh... Is everything all right? Oh, yes. I'm, I'm sorry about that. I've had a couple of calls from a lunatic this morning purporting to be you, and I, I've had to up security to a level amber. <laughs> Rest assured, Vicar, if this isn't you, the police are already on the way. Uh, if it is you, then please ignore that, because I only said it to disincentivize yourself should you be a lunatic. <laughs> right, of course. Uh, now, I need to ask a favour of you. These ears of mine are all ears, Vicar, and await your words of wisdom, like the good Samaritan on the road to Sodom and tomorrow's ears did. <laughs> Amen. And he asked me to be in the Wizard of Oz. Yes, there and then, didn't he, Malcolm? According to you. He's going to unveil me at rehearsals tonight. What have you done to your hand? What? Oh, I've stabbed myself with a hatpin in it. Why? Well, I had five minutes to spare. <laughs> oh. It was an accident, you bloody idiot. It's very swollen. Oh, it is throbbing a bit. So, I do hope it won't go semantic. That's the hatpin I used to get my winkles out. Uh, 
I can't remember if I cleaned it or not. So it's just possible I could have a little bit of a winkle in my hand. I'm having little sips of this to sedate myself. You might need some antibiotics if it's infected. My man's taking them. So are you going to do it then, the pantomime? Oh, yes. Well, it would be churlish not to. I, I mean, people would be heartbroken if a celebrity like me turned it down. With great salary comes great responsibility. It's not all about money, you know. Could you get me in it? Not now, Malcolm. Are they paying you? Oh, no, 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 no. In, in fact, if they offer me money, Geoffrey, I'll refuse it. They wouldn't be able to afford me anyway, Geoffrey. You see, my rates are top show business rates, not your church hall ecclesiastical rates. The league I'm in is, is much more your Steven Spielberger, your, your, your Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, your, your Francis Ford Mondale copulator. <laughs> Could you get me in it? Oh, just shush, Malcolm, will you? Um, oh, yes, you know, it's wonderful to be at this stage in my career where I can just be offered things rather than having to go under the casting couch. What are you playing in it? Well, we never got on to that. What's, what's the main part in the uh, Wizard and Oz? Dorothy. Oh, well, I'll be playing that then. Uh, oh, yes, there's nothing I don't know about pantomimes. Jack and the Bean Sprout, Lad Insane, uh, Sarsaparilla, <laughs> Snow White and um, the Magnificent River Seven. Uh, uh, um, dwarfs, I mean. Uh, Snow White and the River Seven Dwarfs. Uh, no, don't tell me. Um, uh, Creeping Beauty, uh, Black Beauty, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Um, <laughs> Black and white minstrels, uh, the black and white Maltesers, uh, revels, chocolate raisins, um, Terry's clockwork orange, um, all gold, black magic, um, uh, 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 Twix. Um, oh, I told you, there's not much I don't know about. Uh, what were we talking about again? Pantomimes. Is it? I thought it was chocolate. Oh, well, you've come to the right person there. There's not much I don't know about pantomimes. Baron Ardup, the broker's men, the Twix, um, <laughs> the two ugly, um, you know, the two men, um, brothers. Sisters. I'm oh, sorry, Jeffrey, I'm not with you. It's the ugly sisters. Where? No, no, I, I didn't mean... Oh, what them? Sally and her sister. Oh, I see what you mean. Dear, oh dear, what a pair they make. Ugh. Mind you, that's not a very nice thing to say, is it, Jeffrey? I'm surprised at you. I do apologise for Jeffrey's remarks, ladies. What? I can only presume he's drunk. Oh, Geoffrey? Must be. Either that or he's high on... on... crackling. <laughs> so, sorry about that. Must take great courage for you two to venture out together. What's he talking about? Is he going to shut up? Please accept the notion of two complimentary tickets to my pantomime. As long as you sit at the back. We don't want the donkey frightening. <laughs> I wasn't talking about Sally and her sister. In Cinderella, it's the ugly sisters, not brothers. Oh, no, no, no. You're, you're wrong there, Geoffrey. It's definitely two men. I shared a dressing room some years ago with two of them when I did Baron Hardhat. And how can I put this delicately? I saw them when their guard was down. <laughs> when their guard was down? Yes. Um, when they were at the most vulnerable them, they're most vulnerable. Yes, you know, in their natural state. In their natural... Oh, for crying out loud, in the bloody underpants. There, are you happy now? 
I was only saying that in pantomimes, the ugly sisters have always been played by men. It's traditional, isn't it? It's like Prince Charming is a woman. Wash your mouth off, Geoffrey. How dare you say that about a member of the royal family? What HRH and Camellia Parker Pendu in the privacy of their own royal yacht is between them and the bedpan? A doorpost! A bedpost! Um, Count Strong? What? Could you use your influence and get me in the pantomime? Oh, for crying out loud. Listen, I can't risk being accused of Neapolitanism. You'll have to audition just like everyone else, but me, the star, has had to. I could do my speech I've been working on. I'm going to go and get it now. I'm going to grab the day. Hey, go grab some of your mother's antisocial biotics for my hand as well. It's hot in here, isn't it? You're very red in the face. You should go to the doctor's with that hand. It's the size of a football. Thank you, Sally. But I hardly think Dr Baker's got time for a kickabout. Uh, <laughs> right, Geoffrey, now listen. The absolutely wonderful news for you is that I need um, a, um, a body of a dog. How do you feel about that? Well, you mean a dead one? Eh? What, what do you need the body of a dog for? You know, a general, um, body of a dog to help me. It means a dog's body. That's what I said. And it's a very important role, is, 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 is the body of a dead dog body, Geoffrey. I'd be very touched if you'd accept this position as my Girl Friday, as it were. I can't be called that. Well, how about Girl Thursday, then? No. Well, you pick the sodden day of the week. I'm not bothered what day you call yourself. No, it's not the day part. I just don't want to be called a girl's part. You don't have to be a girl to be a Girl Friday. It's more a ceremonial title, isn't it? Like the Archbishop of Canterbury or, or Lady Gaga. <laughs> Would you be happy with that, your worship? I'm back. Didn't notice you'd gone. Or that you'd been here in the first place. I went to get me play, remember? Oh, and uh, I got some of me mum's antibiotics. Give us a meal. My football hand is killing me. Ooh, look at that. My fingers are like giant saveloids. Oh, actually, Jerry, can I have five saveloids and chips, please? <laughs> she says if you take them, you're not to drink. Oh, don't be ridiculous. You're not to drink. If you don't drink, you don't go to the toilet. If you don't go to the toilet... You die! <laughs> How many did you take then? Four? No, one! Too late! Never mind, I'll get better four times quicker now! Can I do the bit I might do for an audition now for you? Oh, if you have to, but it better not be a long bit. No, it's not, I promise. Right. <clears throat> oh, I could do with a cigarette! Whoa, 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 you can't smoke in here, it's a cafe! No, no, it's me speech. Oh, right, I was going to say. Well, that was very convincing, Malcolm. And just the right length. I felt enveloped, but not smothered. Well done, you. Right, I'd better get off and get my costume together for rehearsal. Not so tight. And you're sure that... Donald wears all this women's underwear in the Wizard of Osford Circus. You're feeling all right. You look very strange. Never felt better. Tell your mother I'll have some more of those anti-Macassar bionic tablets. <laughs> Hello? 
It's Father Thompson. Uh, I'm afraid I've made a terrible blunder. We're not going to be needing you for the pantomime after all. I, I do understand, but at the end of the day, Mr. Strong, I'm afraid there's nothing that we here at Equity can do for you. So let me get this straight. A vicar can willfully mislead an upstanding equine member over the lead role in The Witless of Ostrich, and you just sit there with your head in the sand like a... like, like a... Uh, like a... Uh, An ostrich. Bless you. <laughs> We don't really cover amateur shows in church halls, I'm afraid. Amateur? Amateur? How dare you, madam? Your attitude is making my hand throb. For all you know, I may well have a winkle in it. I'm sorry about that, but there it is. Well, it makes me wonder just what I've paid my subscriptions for all these years. Ah, yes. Now, that's another thing. According to our records, you haven't actually paid your subscriptions since 1973. Oh, no, no. No, I'm not having that. And, and anyway, you, you, you're cracking up. I, I didn't hear any of what you said about not paying my subscriptions since 1973. <laughs> Goodbye. What did they say? Nothing. Useless. And I pay their wages. Well, I owe them the wages. <laughs> if, if you want to split flares. Uh, no, there's only one thing for us. Official Wizard of Ostrich picket line. Honk if you support misled pantomime characters. God, it's bloody freezing out here. Give me the port. I told you to put something else on. You will be cold in just women's underwear. Listen, it's important people see how we suffer for our art. You shouldn't take any more of those. <clears throat> oh, that's better. Hey, where do you think you're going? Hey, what are you on about? It's a picket line. Oh, how is it? I didn't realise. Oh, well, good luck to you. I'm a trades union man myself. Put it there, mate. Oh, thank you. I'd be delighted to... Ow! My bloody hand! Oh, I think I've burst my saveloys! Count Strong? Count Strong? Hello? Hello, can you hear me, mate? Come on, you block off. Do you know where you are? Asda's, by the bargain bins. Look, we're just going to lift it into the ambulance, OK? My clock doesn't work. There we are. All right, we're going to take you to the hospital now. I'm Vic, and this is my colleague Dick. Vic and Dick! Oh, I've got your Christmas cards in the pocket, you two! Uh. Right, what's your name? As a matter of fact, Dick and Dom. I am Dorothy, the weasel of odd. Someday I wish upon a star. Wake up where the clouds are far behind me. Where trouble. <laughs>
Appearing with Count Arthur Strong were Mel Gederoich, Alistair Kerr, Dave Manfield and Terry Kilkelly as Malcolm. Count Arthur Strong's Christmas special was written by Steve Delaney and edited by Graham Duff. It was recorded live at the Dance House Manchester, was produced by John Leonard and Mark Ratcliffe and is a joint Comedia Entertainment and Smooth Operations production.